What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 20 of All About the Mix. We are your hosts, Malik and Dak. On this episode, we're joined by Carly Bright, a freelance studio artist and social media manager of an influencer who is a dog. Without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, we're back. Episode, episode 20. 20. Here we are. All about the mix. We made it. Episode 20 episodes in, Doc. How do you feel in. about it? I feel pretty nice. I'm feeling real good about it. Yeah. And I'm feeling pretty nice about our new guest. You know, she's absolutely famous, popping on the gram, you could okay. say. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have Carly Bright in the studio. Make some noise. Hey, guys. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that would be great. All right. So Carly, can you tell the people what you do? Yeah, I am are? I am a studio artist, been in advertising for almost ten years, also a social media manager for my very chunky basset hound. So those are like two pretty different things. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Both have helped me out, you know, in different ways. So yeah. I learned how to retouch my images for Dean. Through my studio work, and yeah, and Dean has gotten me some street cred in the advertising world. They're <laughs> like, how did you get that many followers? I'm like, I don't know. Dean just looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, yeah he's a funny... So explain... Let's talk about Let's Dean Let's go first. into that yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So who's Dean? Like Dean, what? yeah. So Dean's my dog. Um, I've been working in advertising for five or six years. I got a basset down with my boyfriend, and he is extremely funny looking and goofy. So I got an Instagram account for him because I was posting so much on my own account, and everyone was giving me flack. I'd they seen, didn't want you to post any like, dog Well, they were like, it's a bit much, Carly. Okay. Like, tone it down, you know. That's too many dog posts in one day. Yeah. So I've seen other people had accounts for their dogs. I'm like, this seems ridiculous. But sure, okay, let's do it. And uh, started taking photos and then borrowed my friend's SLR and kind of got more into it. And, and then it just kind of grew from there. And, you know, we got featured on BuzzFeed. And just, yeah, now we've got almost half a million followers across all wow. our platforms. And... He's done deals with some big brands that it's pretty hysterical. And uh, and what year did this start? It started in like 2015. So okay. he's five. Yeah. Started when he was born, pretty started much. <laughs> so I, I got a question about that. So yeah. obviously you, you know, did the social media upkeep for your dog. At what point did you like kind of realize that there's something in this that you can like really snowball you know what i mean yeah we had a couple of brands reach out to us and just say like oh we'll we'll give you our product and you can try it for free and i'm like okay sure at first and then they started with more followers we got they started approaching us for bigger deals to actually like make our own content advertising their product and it's just grown from there but yeah the first realization that you can make money from this is is pretty bizarre but i'm very exciting that's pretty crazy because i I think think, yeah sorry i think of like remember when like way back in the day how like on like Wheaties cereal boxes, they would have like Michael Jordan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, so I guess your dog would kind of be like, you Michael know, the Jordan. dog, you know, the Michael Jordan of dog food. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. He's as it's good at basketball one. as well. <laughs> what I was going to say is that I feel like we all have friends that have a, either a cat or a dog and they have yeah. a page for that animal. Yeah. And it's like, it's never popping at all. It's always just like a, a 50 followers or whatever, you know? But you've kind of been able to elevate it to half a million. Like, yeah. what did you di- do differently? I, d- I think there's a lot of luck involved, to be completely sure. honest. I, okay. I don't... There, there's a, so many amazing accounts all over the internet, and I don't, I don't know why ours gained as much traction as it did. I'm um, going to need you to flex one time. I yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm incredible. <laughs> I'm so cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, and I think, like, once we kind of realized this was 
popular. My boyfriend and I got involved together, like in, in making content and making some really interesting and weird videos that, um, kind of probably was responsible for growing it a lot. But at the beginning, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was just pictures of Dean, you know, (laughs) now certainly we're putting in way more effort and and trying a lot harder. And and I think like, I'm really proud of the content we're doing now. At the beginning, I, I don't know why really. Um, I think he's a funny looking dog, you know, and people love that. And I think he it's is like, a jokes looking dog. Yeah, it's like it a bright spot. And like, you know, and all the news you're seeing every day, it's like, oh, it's nice to see like just a funny looking dog when mm-hmm. like all the other Everything stuff you're hearing is, is yeah. just garbage, yeah. just a dumpster fire. So, and do you, I guess you think that your previous background, like not previous, current background, like being a studio artist, that has helped you kind of shape Dean's image or shape the content yeah. in, in any way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm self-taught in a lot of like the photography and, and retouching stuff, but it certainly helped to know a little bit about that and, and being, you know, in the advertising world already, you know, yeah. it helps like how to grow the, the brand and whatever, and actually having a brand for him and creating a logo and all of that, all of that stuff for him. But yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you ever want to do it for yourself? Like, <sighs> Yeah, I he's just, like the <laughs> yeah, all no. eyes on Dean. And you're right. In the no, I'm totally fine being the background. I think yeah. that is why I'm a studio artist, that we are very <laughs> much background players. Yeah. Um, even when I've had to go, like I've, we've got some offers from like CBC or something to come on and do like an interview about Dean. I'm like, I don't want to do it. Can you just, oh, but really? like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Dean cannot speak for himself, unfortunately. So uh, <laughs> I, yeah, so I sometimes have to be the face of Dean, but uh, no, yeah, I'm fine just doing it with Dean. Shout out to those studio artists, by the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like they're like the, you know, the bass players in a band. Like they're never like the they guy in the front row. They yeah, we're yeah. never like invited to the awards ceremony, but we're <laughs> like you guys. Are, true. You know That's so I mean? true. It's we're like, like <laughs> yeah, we're the last eyes on the ad before it leaves the house. The studio yeah. artist is like the is like the the substitute teacher yep. who you know taught your kid how to yes. read you know yeah. what i mean in the spare time kind I of like no they, credit yeah, yeah. No, no credit, credit yeah. always in the background kind of thing let's talk about that for a little bit so yeah. how did you sort of like get into being you know a studio artist yeah so i went to i did this program in university in at western and fanshawe it was like a joint program that kind of just gave you like a really brief overview of all different kinds of advertising and production kind of thing so it was like a little bit of coding, a little bit of video editing, a little bit of, you know, InDesign and, and Photoshop work and then photography. And it was kind of like you could do whatever you want from there. And so it was kind of hard to know once you got out of university what you wanted to do. Like my friend went into coding and like he's killing it in Silicon Valley and all that stuff. Nice. And then like a lot of us all did, like Kara Wark was in my program. Oh, cool. She's now our art director. So yeah, it's kind of hard to know what to do after that. And so I moved to Toronto and I kind of had no contacts and didn't know what to do and just interviewing for anything that remotely sounded like the skill set that I had. And I didn't even know what a studio artist was, to be completely honest. So I was just like faking it in the interview and be like, I guess I can do all those things. Yeah. And kind of started at a really small agency. And I always kind of pictured myself in more of the art director, graphic design side of it. Um, but then I realized I really liked studio work. I mean, it's not exactly like glamorous or sexy. You're like kind of the behind the scenes person fixing up the ad, like making sure the color and the specs are all correct and rolling it out to various different sizes. But it's it's fun. And it's like you get to learn a lot of different skills. Oftentimes, like if there's a problem, they come to the studio and they're like, help, what do we do? And yeah, even if yeah. we don't know how to solve it, we like the group of us can all figure it out mm-hmm. with our all different skill sets. So, yeah. 
So they kind of took a chance on you because you didn't know what the role really I mean, was. Yeah, I didn't really know that a production artist was a thing. I thought like okay. there was a like, graphic designer, art director, and you know, right? Like you're saying, like the yeah. unsung heroes, like the behind the scenes people. You just don't really think of that. That there, that's necessary. You're like an art director makes the ad, and then it just goes out. You yeah. don't like no. You're like you're like why does it need to be specced or anything like that? But yeah, you know. well, I mean, in, when I first started in advertising. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago, I was like, when they were telling me about all these sort of like different departments, I was like, yeah, I yeah. literally have no idea what, what any of these people do. So it's like, I can imagine yeah. your, you know, standpoint, you're just like, mm, I feel like I still I don't know in. what yeah. strategy people do. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. People. There's, there's so many. Yeah, or accounts people. That's, <laughs> that's what I was getting at that one. But yeah, there's so many people like to make something happen and just, yeah. So it's, uh. But yeah, no, I, I do enjoy the studio work and, and I've been able to grow my skill set beyond just that of a traditional production artist and, and yeah, do some cool stuff. So it's been good. Yeah. Are, is there any ever like beef between studio and creative? Yeah. Or? Let's get into that. Let's get into the gossip. There, there, there has been some. I mean. Without dropping names. Of course, no, so. of course yeah. not. No, of course not. I mean, I think sometimes the studio artists, we don't get recognition. So you get like an award for the, like, so, so say something goes to an award ceremony and we get an award and you get the email out to everyone and they're like, oh, all the people that worked on this in the big mm. list and studios never on it. Oh, damn. <laughs> Accounts near the bottom. Too. Yeah, yeah, Accounts you're near the, <laughs> some, sometimes <laughs> near the bottom. But we make it, we do make you it. You sometimes make, make it, it. Yeah, yeah, but probably because you wrote the list, right? That's what But that's the only thing. It's just, and I get it. Like, I mean, we didn't do anything creatively, but we still made it happen. And so sometimes that can be frustrating. But I mean, usually creative directors are great with working with you. And, you know, if you get like a layout and then you have to roll it out to like 50 50 different sizes it's like you have to make a vertical add into like a gigantic long billboard how do yeah. you do that so you have to work to, you have to work well with creative directors and I know a lot of studio artists that like feel some sort of animosity towards creative and, and I think mm. it's just better if you just are pleasant to work with and and then the creative directors want to work with you and then they mm-hmm. and then it's like a good relationship but yeah of course sometimes there's some yeah some struggles so do you see your role kind of being creative because I, I remember when I was first, uh, when we were working together and I was an intern at the time mm-hmm. and people would tell me about you and they would say that you're not just like a studio artist, you're like an awesome hybrid of being a designer and a studio artist at the same time, kind of. Yeah. And that was like your kind of unique skill set. Yeah. So I think because I had some experience in design and that's kind yeah. of maybe what I wanted to do when I first started, um, I kind of expressed to uh, my bosses at the time that I wanted to try a little bit of both. And so... If the creative directors or art directors were too busy, they'd, they'd throw something small my way. And I really like that. I, I don't think I ever want to be like a full art director because that's okay. just like full on and they just work so much. And uh, it's, it's just not uh, not what I want to do. But I'm Trying to peace out at 5 p.m. Exactly. Like... You know, I mean, like I like my job, but I don't like it that much. You know, yeah, things yeah. are crazy at the agency when you see a studio person like just oh like chilling God. after yeah. hours. And it's like, oh, You're my like, goodness uh-oh. gracious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's yeah. some fair share of 2 a.m. nights, but, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I'm a good hybrid of both. And I think you it's not necessarily a creative position, but I think it really helps you to have a creative eye because yeah. you can solve problems that the art directors then don't need to solve if right. you kind of are like, oh, I think this looks good. Of course, they still need to see it. The art directors still need to see it. But if you have that eye, it really is an advantage. Mm-hmm. You can help. You can kind of like make and that it probably, goes Yeah, that probably like factors into like your relationship with certain art directors, right? Because you're not just like getting their files and being like, here, like yeah. take it and, and just review like slap it. And it if together. it's wrong, like yeah. whatever, I'll fix it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, like I noticed this was like this and I think that it needs to be yeah. a, 
a different way and then you work with them on it and that probably they probably appreciate that for sure yeah I think so I think it really helps to have that and um and yeah legit yeah before we jump back to like Dean and all your other achievements, you know, <laughs> I'd be curious, like, I don't think a lot of people know that that's a role being mm-hmm. a studio artist, production artist. Yeah. Uh, is it studio artist or production artist? It's, the best it, I've heard it both. both. I think studio artist sounds just a little bit sexier. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. It's just like, yeah. I'm an artist, you know. So how can, how can, what's the best route you think someone can take to get to becoming a studio artist? I guess just learning the Adobe suite really well is okay. um, the ins and outs of that. Like InDesign is, you know, 90% of my job, Photoshop, right. um, Illustrator, that kind of stuff. I, I know there's a lot of programs out there now. I, I, I went to go recommend the program that I took to a, to a young person that was asking me, and it <laughs> isn't even a thing anymore. So that's unfortunate. I guess yeah. it was disbanded. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I was like, yeah, <laughs> clearly this isn't working. Yeah, yeah. But uh, even though all the people that graduate with me are crazy successful so right. in various different fields. But yeah, I guess just like being well-versed in, in technical. Like it's a lot of tec- technical work in in the studio, you know, and having a wide variety of skills is, is helpful. I mean, I can do retouching a little bit of video editing that is just kind of self-taught. Right. So if you can just kind of like, it's a lot, it's a lot of learning while you go kind of thing. Like I, I, if I think about the skills that I had when I first started in advertising, like, again, I was sort of just faking it cause I just didn't. <laughs> I think we all are. I think we all yeah. do. Yeah. But like I learned so much on the job and then you're like confident after your first gig and you're like, oh, I can do this. I figured it out now. But the first interview, they're like, oh, can you work in X, Y and Z? I'm like, totally. (laughs) <laughs> go home and Google it. No idea. Yeah, yeah, you're about. Like, yeah, I have extensive uh, yeah. experience in X. X, yeah, yeah. Of course. And then I watch a million YouTube tutorials and then I figure it out. But yeah. 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 I even find that like in accounts, like we, we went to Hummer together, Malik, and obviously they teach you about the industry and they teach you about being in a, uh, like a project manager, kind mm-hmm. of account person. But everything I know I've mainly just learned through my internship or just through working yeah. in an agency. Yeah. I don't really find that any other stuff that I learned in school really No, absolutely. Because, really like, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. on this topic of account services, it's, like, very, like, soft skill focus, right? Like, there's nothing, like, really that technical that I need to do except, like, no. build spreadsheets every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, I, it, I'd be curious to know, like, when you're, you know, c- correct me if I'm wrong, but you're working freelance right now. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, for me, if I were to go to another agency and I have, but like, switch between, you know, the same role at two different agencies, mm-hmm. the difference between those two roles was like night and day, yeah. which was like crazy because I'm like, technically it's the same position mm-hmm. that I'm in, but it's just, I'm just working under a different process or whatever. How do you feel the differences between like going from, let's say one agency to the next, to the next, as you freelance, is that sort of like a, a concern of yours, like going into something and not, you know, being a hundred percent certain of like how things work? It's pretty, it's pretty like cut and dry with studio. It's like, you know, you need to check for always the same things. You need to spec things for certain sizes. You need to make sure it's CMYK or make sure it's Mm -hmm. RGB, make sure it's, you know, the correct specs. So it's pretty easy to jump between studios. I mean, everyone has a different way of filing their, their files and stuff and and the way that they do that. So it, it, you know, it can be hard and you always kind of feel like the new person like arriving and, but it's pretty easy to to jump between. It's not like... I mean, learning the ins and outs of the clients, that's tough. I mean, because, you know, there's all of these intricacies that clients have, like, oh, this client always uses this thing and never this and blah. Mm, and, right, and, right. and, you know, you learn that over time. So that that is a little intimidating because, like, I don't know the brand specifications of all of these huge brands. And, you know, you're only there for a week. So you have to just kind of 
read quickly through all the brand guidelines as fast as you can and uh, try and make it work. But so it's a little intimidating at times, but <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like whenever, like my role in like, so I work with a bunch of like freelance, like designers or freelance, you know, studio people. And like part of my job is like, just make sure they have the brand guidelines yeah. and that's it. And it's like a 60 page. Yeah, they're page like, oh, just quickly like, read this. Just like give this a quick scan and then you'll be good to go. They and then it's send like, it to them. You're off on your way. I, I, I started scrolling through brand guidelines and I'm like, uh, yeah. Um. yeah. It's a dry document. I just like go to the color page and I'm like, okay, just write down the CMYK breakdown. I'm like, just tell me if there's anything else I yeah. need to know. Because yeah, I can't spend my day like reading like all the clients' 70 page brand guidelines. And yeah, there's no. a lot of... Uh, and lot. you're not by yourself either. Like there's no. producers, account people that Absolutely. all know it more than you do. So yeah. They're... So it's, it's, you lean on those people. Exactly. You're like, just pretend I just arrived because I did. So yeah. <laughs> tell me everything I need to know. Yeah. But even like now, like you've switched a few times to different agencies and it's like you have to get used to a new client, which probably takes so much longer than reading a brand guidelines for sure. book, right? Yeah, for like, sure. yeah, yeah. And, and where you would be on one client, I would, I'm on every client. Yeah, you know, the studio several. touches, yeah, 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 touches yeah, right. pretty, unless there's some clients that are like they only do commercials, but for the most part, like I touch every client yeah. in the agency. So, which is pretty crazy because it's like, that's a lot of stuff to know as like a studio yeah. person. Like yeah. for me, I have to know like my client's business, like inside out, like just understand everything about it. And like, that's my world. But I feel like you're hopping between different yeah. planets and I'm like, whoa, like that's crazy to even think about. Yeah. I guess I don't need to know the ins and outs of like their vision and their, mm-hmm. and, and like what they're about. I just need to know what color goes where and what <laughs> font goes where. But yeah, like there's a lot of, there's still a lot of like, oh, make sure you get, get this font and not that font because that's the old font. And if you grab that old logo that is, has this old PMS color and don't yeah. use that. So there's a lot of that, but it's not like I need to know the ins and outs of like who's who and yeah, yeah, yeah. what they want to see for the future and all of that. It's very like a technical that's like a nice balance. Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind something where it's just like, cause like I often have to like think about that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, like sometimes when I need to do like trafficking or something, I'm like, okay, I don't really need a whole lot of context on this. I just need to like put plug this here, things, plug yeah. in some stuff, like just like sit down, like very technical stuff. There's something like almost soothing or about that yeah. type of work. Yeah. That's why I love photo retouching. Cause I feel like it's just so mindless. I can just like put on like some good music and just like zone out and just like really go to town on it where you don't have to like sit down and like really think really hard, which that sounds bad. I don't like no, thinking. But like, <laughs> no, but like, because so much of the time, like you have to think, yes. like you have to use it, your brain muscles, but like when there's projects or like uh, a time in the process where yeah. you can kind of just sit down and just get shit done. Yeah. Those are almost like my favorite moments yeah. of just being like, okay, like I just like need, it's like kind of like cleaning your room almost. Yes. Like it's just yes. like, you know, this goes here, yeah. like oh, you throw on some music, like it's just mindless kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You just know where everything goes. So. It's like updating the BCR, you know? You oh just, man, <laughs> dude, I, I had to be on because I, I was not good. Future employers, if you're listening to this, don't make me do your BCR because I promise you it may be wrong and it will be wrong. Damn. Sorry. I'm like, sorry. Like, You're not confident right now, so I just got to shoot you down a bit, you know. Let's talk about mistakes you've made, Carly. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you made any, like, really huge errors where I went to, like, print and then it came down on you? 
nothing like totally drastic, but of course you make mistakes for sure. Yeah. But I've I've seen mistakes be made where like a price of a car was wrong and you had to uh, like print a reprint. It thankfully wasn't me, but it yeah. is like it yeah, like there's scary stuff that can happen, but that's why proofreaders exist. And but you know, some agencies I've noticed like hopping don't around don't have proofreading and that's scary. That really scares me. So it's like who does it come down on? The well, account yeah. person because they also have to be reviewing yeah. it. Usually studio the account person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the account person. person. Probably, yeah. Probably, that's why it's yeah. nice to be a freelancer because I just like fade into the darkness. <laughs> After all of it, and you wouldn't even see my mistake until I'm yeah. long yeah, gone. But like, yeah, best of luck. There you go. Hopefully, nothing's wrong Hopefully with it. This is all yours. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. But no, it is intimidating for sure, especially when you're working with cars and like things that have big numbers on them. That if you yeah. if you change a nine to a two, then you know that's a it's a big mistake. Big difference. And yeah, but I mean, I think that you just can print a retraction, but you have to pay for that ad. So yeah. yeah. Can be scary, but nothing that has been too crazy. Nothing that's been yeah. too awful. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of learning, but you just you gotta rely on your on your uh, senior production artists and, right. and your bosses and stuff to to teach you that. But yeah, you just have to hope that you didn't screw it up too badly. Yeah, yeah. And how are you enjoying kind of like freelance? Um, Freelance yeah. work compared to I like working in an agency. You the only the only thing I don't like is you don't get comfortable, yeah. which like you know you, like you said it takes like a good two three months to actually like feel like you are completely confident in the job and and you can like you know everything and mm-hmm. you you know you you're sometimes not, longer even yeah sometimes longer oh, and more you're than three months, and like say, and yeah. to know who everyone is like people would come up to me when I was freelancing and they tell me something and walk away I'm like who was that like I oh, like, yeah. she's email that to me I'm like I don't know who you are <laughs> so there's stuff like that I mean but but it's nice and it's also nice if you, if you go to an agency and you don't feel like it's a good fit then you don't have to go back there which is nice and you can True. kind yeah. of feel it out and if I do decide to go back full time like I've, I'll have like some people that I've rotated through and I like oh I got a good vibe here you know I got a good vibe here I, I could see myself in rotation exactly because <laughs> it's scary leaving an agency to another agency like, come, without yeah. really knowing what it's going to be like. Cause you know, I was at John street before and I loved it there. And mm-hmm. when I left, I was scared. I was like, what if this new place Same is here. terrible? Yeah. And I just like, I mean, people repeat back to agencies all the time. So yeah, I guess the there's always rang. that option. Yeah. Just go right back. Sorry. Yeah. I, I made a mistake. There's yeah. A, yeah. I mean, on the topic of like jumping back between, you know, certain agencies, like have mm-hmm. you ever felt like one was like, this might be the one where I'm like, I settle down and like, yeah, this. Yeah. do you have, do you have any of those? I think Joshua probably was the biggest one for me, but, uh, and maybe I'll end up back there one day. I was there for five and a half years, which in agency oh, land is like, oh, that's crazy. it's Whoa. like so long, which when you talk to other people in other fields, they're like five years is nothing. What are you talking about? I'm like, fields, in yeah. agencies, <laughs> it is so long. Yeah. If yeah. you see people who like, Usually, you know, hit the two year mark. Like those guys are like, yeah, you're like, whoa, like, damn, yeah. this guy, you're like, a veteran. This guy, <laughs> like, even a year in, like yeah. a year in is like, okay, like this guy, you got to respect him. You yeah. know what I mean? But like yeah. some people, because a lot of people, like even like a couple of months, like you see so much turnover these yeah. days that it can be kind of crazy. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's interesting in our field how much I remember I had a phone list my first day and we would like cross off people who left. And like by the time <laughs> I was gone, there was like 10 names. Like it's just like in five years, like almost like yeah. 80% turnover is just like, just people get bored, I guess. And they want to yeah. try new things, which I get like if you're just sick of the clients that you're working on and you want to try something new. Or I think a lot of times to really move up, you kind of have to leave. Have to like it's hard sure. to... That's what they told me like when I was in my internship. People were just like, yeah, yeah like, you're going to see a lot of people I in and like out. I like that, but it's, yeah. You get used yeah. to it. Which yeah. is like, because like, I remember, you know, when I was at John Street, when I first started and, you know, within the first couple of months, like mm-hmm. Fanny, like Fanny left and I was just like, 
oh my god, like I what know. is going yeah, on? Yeah, like, this yeah. is crazy. Like rocked your world. Fanny, yeah. if you're listening to this, no. that impacted Better me. Better be listening. Yeah, yes. that, be. yeah, that impacted me in a way that I didn't even know. Like, because I was like, when you're so used to seeing someone yeah. every single day, especially as like a really junior person, yeah, and then out of nowhere, like they're gone, or like you change bosses, or like yeah. you know you move teams, like all those kinds of things are like really, really impactful. But as you move forward in your career and like that, you just realize that kind of stuff happens. And yeah. you're just like, all right, like, you know, on to the next one kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right? yeah. So. You're right, though. It, it's amazing how like just a couple of people leaving can just like totally change how the whole vibe is at, at Oh, for sure. Yeah, at, for at sure. work. I've seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess um, like even you, you said vibe and it kind of just oh, yeah. r- reminded me of the social committee when we were yeah. <laughs> when we at John Street. But I guess when you're freelance now, you can't be really I know, a part yeah. of that. You do don't, you miss it? A <laughs> little bit. I know. Our vibe committee was so fun. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do kind of miss it. Like you don't get invited to the parties and yeah, you don't, you don't really, really make, there. yeah, you don't really make like close work friends and stuff like that. So, yeah. but I have, I haven't been freelancing that long and. But the other good thing is I get to go now. All of my friends that have disbanded from John Street, they're all at different agencies now, and I can now I can circle back around yeah. and work with my friends again. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. so there's good You're there's good parts and bad parts, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my, my exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my Canadian, my, my like four block tour. Yeah, it's really all going to be downtown far. Toronto. <laughs> I went from King and Spadina to Queen and Spadina. Yeah, it was yeah. like crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're kind of like our first influencer oh, that we've thank had you. here. And Taylor's I, gonna be pissed if she's oh, listening. Oh to no, this. she Taylor's is. Gonna be Taylor, oh, no. Taylor's killing it. I apologize, yeah. Taylor. And Taylor. honestly, I'm not the influencer. <laughs> You're Dina not the influencer. Is, so yeah. Taylor's, she's got a one up on me on that okay. for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I kind of want to understand how it like works on the financial side. Like, obviously, you don't need to disclose numbers, but yeah. do they approach you with like a set fee or? Yeah, so a lot of times um, brands will approach us, and now we have uh, we have. It sounds so stupid. We have a manager in LA that deals with oh, all of it. I know it sounds okay, so big time, big time okay. but she just like, we don't know what we're doing. I've never like negotiated brand deals before and like how much it should cost for X, Y, and Z. And yeah. usually they come to us and they want like a, like an, in, like a unique video. So say it's like that we have this one brand that we work with sometimes and they're like a pet, like camera. They watch your pet while you're away. Oh, okay. cool, so like cool. a security camera kind of thing. And so, but they kind of leave it completely in your hands. They say, you know, this is a product. These are the things we want to feature. You go make a video and we want like, we want your brand and your vibe and your whole thing. So we want like Dean's perspective on it. So then you have to think of a creative way. Yeah. Perspective. To, well, I mean like our, like Dean's <laughs> brand, yeah, yeah. like she, like they wanted to see like it's coming from us. Right. Yeah. And we've also done deals where the brand t- just t- film stuff of Dean and then makes their own commercial entirely themselves. And that doesn't always work. Cause I think, the people that follow Dean want like the content that we're making. We it want feels, Dean content. Well, it feels more authentic, authentic you know. I yeah. mean, like it's all like filmed, you know, in our home on a phone. I just, I don't know. It feels more like personable than like yeah. a beautifully shot, like mm. high budget ad kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, um, so brands will approach us and we pass it off to the our manager woman, and she kind of negotiates with them how much. What do they want? They want a video. Do you want a story post? Do you want a photo post? And then, you know, money-wise, sometimes they want you to show up to an event. Like we did a a thing where we went to the auto show and Dean was like sticking his head in little cars and stuff. And and we just like, we just took stories of us being there. And yeah, and it's it's a pretty crazy world. But Do you ever find times where like, a brand will approach you and you're just like, that is so not Dean. Yeah, I was gonna okay. ask, yeah, for what sure. What would yeah. you not do? Yeah, what, how does the curating <laughs> yeah, process work? We've had work? like yeah. a, a coffee creamer business come to us and I was like, I don't know how to make that work with, with the dog. Like, number one, like, we, we've done 
brand deals with like Dyson and, and Mercedes and stuff that isn't like Dean doesn't buy cars or use vacuums, but we can make that funny in a way like Dean in a vacuum. We did like a, like a, like a spaghetti Western standoff. Dean had a cowboy hat. The the vacuum had a cowboy hat. So we just sit down and think about it. And if we can make it funny, we'll do it. But like, I like, how can you make coffee creamer funny for a dog? It really has to make sense. It has to make sense. And we're not, and I, I really feel strongly about not like bombarding our, like our followers with ads just for the sake of like 500 bucks or something like that. Like I, I want the brand deals we do to be meaningful and, and maybe a little bit bigger and, and more interesting and that we can do like a really good job for them. Yeah. And yeah. is it something that you're doing as sure when you started? Okay. Now you're like half a million subscribers, right? Or half a million. Across our, across yeah. It's like here. 260 on Instagram, like 160 on Facebook and then YouTube and Twitter and all that so jazz, but, so but it all combined. Yeah. Are you guys um, doing this? now trying to get as much money as you can from it or is it just kind of like a nice thing that people are paying you on the side yeah we're certainly not like counting on that money like as our soul as but i know people who do for sure and um but we're just kind of we're just taking it as they come and and only doing the deals that feel right to us i don't i don't want to just like bleed it dry and and i also i keep in mind the fact that like I want Dean to have the best life possible. I don't want to f- <laughs> yeah. keep forcing him to do this stuff. Like we always make sure he's comfortable when we're filming stuff. And like, he's yeah. like leads the life of luxury. I'm not worried about that, but <laughs> I don't want to keep taking stuff and, and just doing it and exploiting Dean in a way yeah. just for yeah. fun. That's a really interesting perspective yeah. because yeah. I was thinking about that uh, because you think about, you know, dogs and mm. you know pet Instagram account and you see like so many people like always just like posting like so much stuff. I'm like, you have to wonder, it's like, at what point does this become not animal abuse isn't the <laughs> yeah, right yeah, word. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. right word. I get for what it. you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, like at what point does it come like some level of like exploitation? Like this yeah. job on, or this dog only seems to like fulfill one need and that's to like be on the internet for a dog doesn't even know what the yeah. internet is. Yeah. yeah. It's well, like a we, to my knowledge. Kind of yeah, <laughs> we went to one thing where it was like a a, a brand event thing and we saw one guy like yelling at his dog to kind of oh like behave in the situation and I was like oh my god I would never do that yeah, it's yeah. just so horrible if Dean's ever uncomfortable we've had things where we went to an event and th- it was like a vacuum like event where they wanted you to try out the vacuum and Dean's afraid of vacuums so yeah, we just yeah. left I was like we're out of here man I'm sorry uh, Dean's afraid okay. of vacuums I don't want the money like if that's the case you yeah. know so um but yeah I would I, I we make sure that Dean's like well-being is top of mind at all times because I don't ever want yeah. To, and like sometimes people call you out on that or they think that Dean's being exploited in some way and I assure you he is not. No. But you know, that's I'm definitely living the life of luxury. Yeah, Dean's sure. flexing. Dean yeah. is flexing big time. But yeah, that's definitely a concern. And like remember those YouTube like where like parents were pranking their kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the kids were like like devastated and crying and like all yeah, that yeah. messed up stuff. And the so cameras like, in their face just yeah, like, <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. So I just yeah. never want it to be a thing where it's yeah, you're just trying your best to just bleed all the money you can out of it. Yeah. Just or just for more followers because I don't, you know, I don't like that. And like, where would you want to go with, I know you're kind of just taking it as it comes, but do you see Dean being like a TV show or like a, a movie on a I, cereal I mean, box? It would, be, it would be funny. He's yeah. not very well trained. Those movie sure. dogs that they hire, like they listen when you say like sit <laughs> and stay. Yeah. And Dean is like, no, I do what I want. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not. And Basset Hounds are famously extremely stubborn. So right. I, I don't know if that's his vibe. You know, we kind of know <laughs> what he'll do and we just capture it and treats are involved and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, 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 I don't like to put pressure on myself to, to reach a certain goal with it because it's so like the, 
social media game is so fickle. Like we will record a video that we think is going to be amazing. And we're like, oh, this is going to be the one. Everyone's going to love this. And then it kind of flops. And you're like, hmm. yeah. I like, I don't know. And then you yeah. do another one that you don't think is going to be popular. And it's crazy popular. It gets like 2 million views. So it's really hard to like set and plan things. And, and I always tell people that like, you can just tell when you're being inauthentic, when you're just trying too hard. I don't mm. know. It's really, it's really hard. It's hard to succeed at that game, I think. So I just like to not put too much pressure on myself and just like have fun with it and just use it as sort of like a side business that we do to spend more time with Dean yeah. and just have fun and just make some crazy weird stuff. And I think that's why you have such a great outlook on it because it's not your primary source of yeah. income. It's yeah. just like a... It's not something you have to like stress over. If you don't right. want to take a deal, you don't have to take a deal. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I think it's a good way to look at it. And it's yeah. like, it keeps it like fun and just like a little bit more carefree. And maybe that's why we're more successful is that people can just tell we're just having fun with Dean and we just like love our dog so much. And that's like Keep what we're... Keep flexing. That's the most important part, for <laughs> that's, sure. Yeah, that's like why we're doing it and that's why it's fun. And yeah. And but, not to like classify everyone into the same bucket but like the guy yelling at his dog yeah. was probably one of those guys that's like I'm just trying to like do yeah, this is my yeah. thing to get money and then you know this is yeah, like my the friend. one thing that you know what have. I mean yeah so damn yeah or even those parents that have like a child star or something yeah. it's like they're living through that child those are always so weird man oh, like on weird. YouTube you see like YouTube channels and stuff it's like how's this person gonna grow up when they're older cause like when we were kids there was like you know child actors and well, I mean there still are yeah, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know I remember watching was, like Home yeah. Alone and stuff like that and then this guy ended up being like he was crazy you know what I mean yeah yeah and then you know it really impacts like their lives mm. like you know and, and now thinking about you know our day and age with like YouTube and stuff where there's no like set times where this is going to be on yeah it's kind of like you know the kids kind of always have to be ready for like real time content, which is like yeah. sometimes like you got to like factor in like there's ethics almost. Yeah, you know no, I mean? absolutely. Yeah. And I think YouTube actually recently has been really cracking down yeah. on that kind of stuff. Like right. every time I upload a video of Dean, it's like, are there minors in this video? And like, mm. did they consent? And like, how do you? I, it's, it's imagine Google like telling you to parent your child or something. It's like, yeah, you know I mean? it's like, like oh, it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah, the internet, man, it's a weird place. It's sure. also just like. Whenever someone has a kid, it's like, give it two weeks and then they have an Instagram for that kid. Right, yeah, And it's yeah. like, that kid has no say in this whatsoever, no. obviously. You're just trying to like be, make them popular. Yeah. And, and then making money off yeah, the kid. And, and if Instagram I is like know. still around in like 20 years, yeah. you know, that kid might make an Instagram account for themselves and be like, oh, your name is taken. It's like, by who? <laughs> and, you look and it's like, it's me. Managed by be, mom and dad yeah, with the heart yeah, emoji, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Watch, I'm going to have a kid and do the same thing. But yeah, like, yeah. Jack's <laughs> like, ooh, so delete cool. this. Yeah, <laughs> Never mind. We're going to delete this part of the I podcast. I take it all back. Yeah, yeah, Chris, you cut it off here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So what we like to typically do on the podcast is um, near the end, we'll kind of talk about just relevant stuff happening in the news and, cool. and kind of see everyone's opinion on it. Um, we wanted to talk about Disney Plus last week, but oh. I feel like we can talk about it now. That's a good idea. Um, have you guys, like, Got those accounts yet? Disney I haven't. Plus? No. I don't have a Disney Plus account, but okay. I heard that like there was like some crazy hacking situation oh that went on. So like a bunch a lot of, of accounts, like, thousands yeah, of accounts got hacked on like credit card information. Oh, it's kind oh of like, really? Yeah, it's real bad. That was fast. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, I mean, I don't really for like Disney Plus. Like, there's not really anything in that like sort of yeah. genre where I'm like, oh, I like need to get this because of this. Like maybe Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like I've heard that's pretty sick, but 
other than that, I'm not like, uh, like I don't really, to be honest, I don't really watch too much TV. You don't, yeah. No. Yeah. I guess like for Our me, I'm wondering um, like what's the price of nostalgia? Because I think in the beginning, everyone's like, oh my God, I have all this access to the content from my childhood. But then at some point, you don't really want to watch that stuff anymore. You know, you kind of just want to binge Smart Guy and binge Disney's Recess. Shout out to Smart Guy. That's my number I'm one. Over <laughs> right now. But after like a few months, I mean, you're probably not going to go back and watch it. So I'm like, is it going to peak and then just yeah. kind of drop down? Obviously, they'll still have Avengers and Star Wars. Yeah. But I guess, are they planning to create their own content they as are. well? Okay. Yeah. But that's like, going to come just later on. Yeah. You, know, you hook them with like the nostalgia thing. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Like, watch like all these old shows. Yeah. And then you just weave in like, Star Wars, and it's like yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. like. Well, cool. I think a lot enough, that yeah. new Mandalorian series is like getting a lot of people right. Like everyone's talking. About, it's like a, it's about Lando from Star yeah. Wars. I think. Uh, it's, okay, but okay. I, th- I think. Oh no, 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 Boba Fett. Oh God. I haven't seen it, but I've seen seen endless things about it. I think it might be about Boba Fett. Anyway, don't quote me on that. But that's getting a lot of buzz, and I think a lot of people are signing up because of that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you think about how like Netflix at the beginning, it was like pretty garbage content, and they started doing their own shows, and now, yeah, now it's like huge. Yeah. And now they're like shit. Yeah. They're like 14 <laughs> other streaming services that just pulled yeah. their movies from us and made their own. I mean, yeah. they had a really good run of like pretty much dominating the market, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. it's, oh, for sure, yeah. For sure. That's like many, like if you think of even like Uber, it's like they yeah. had, they, had they so killed long. that industry yeah. and then now it's like they're not even a profitable company. Lyft is coming in and yeah. more innovative than Uber and it's yeah. like you can only have that spot for so long yeah, before others are like, wait, I want a piece of that. Yeah, you know, you're doing pretty like, we well We do that, that, but better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like you can't fault them. I mean, there's, no, there's for sure. more than enough room for... For different competitors, right? Yeah. Well, what about you? Like, do you would you consider getting it? Disney Plus? Um, probably not, to be honest. No. Do you have Netflix? I don't pay for Netflix. <laughs> that was like a yes, but like no. Yeah. Uh, I think that if I get Disney Plus, it'll be another reason for me to not work on things that I need to be working That's on. That's fair. There's and so much content already to absorb. Yeah. That's. I, and I'd be watching Smart Guy. Like, there's so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite show. So. I don't want another distraction to pull me away from being productive. Um, and Netflix is already a big enough one that I need to kind of get yeah. away from it. That's, That's legit. Right. But That's I love it. the original content. I love the stuff they have on Netflix. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Stranger yeah. Things, I eat oh, it up. So good. Oh, man. Yeah. All of it. Orange is the New Black. Yeah. They did really, really well. Like, like maybe like five years ago that's when like netflix yeah. was like prime netflix Killing like you remember like the yeah. netflix and chill meme oh, oh my god like, that's yes. when it was like at its like peak have you heard the, the disney one what is it oh my god like, i want to hear the disney <laughs> one on. this is this will be an explicit podcast uh disney plus and thrust that's <laughs> <laughs> not where i thought that that was going uh, it's been trending on twitter King. for like Imagine seven days saying that crazy. to somebody disney plus and thrust yeah it's a little wild. It's a little, wild. It's a little oh, out there. You know? Nothing oh. sexier than Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tell you what. Yeah, you, can, you can watch Frozen. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of Frozen, Frozen 2 is Oh, God, is yes. Out. Dropping gonna, in December. Are yeah. you guys going to watch it? Christian's going to watch it. You know, I haven't seen Frozen tonight, 1. Sure. Me neither. No, so. I, I haven't either. I had, like, uh, some of my cousin's kid. Like, she oh, would yeah. watch, like, the shit out of this movie. And I'm like, yo, like. All right, like yeah, chill, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> calm down. Get it? Frozen, <laughs> chill. No. Oh, I like it. I like but it. But like, when you think about it, it's like when, you know, in 20 years' time, the kid is going to like see Frozen as like what we saw as like the Lion King and like Aladdin yeah. and like those like old time, well, 
not old time, but like yeah, yeah. my yeah. old time sure. Disney movies. You know Did you I mean? watch those? The new the remakes of those? Like uh, the me neither. Uh, yeah. I want to keep yeah. the nostalgia. Yeah, uh, that's fair. In my head, so you know the I mean? value of nostalgia is like insane. Yeah, if you really think about it. Like the Razor, the Motorola Razor is coming back. What? <laughs> you, you didn't hear about? That? I didn't know that. So you know how there's all these foldable phones, yeah. smartphones, like craziness. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, one yeah. can actually fold like the Motorola. Motorola Razor, you open it and it looks like a regular phone that we have, like an Android. Oh, pretty much. oh my god! So they've mastered that fold technology. Oh, that's crazy. And like we have the we have the technology. We just can't master the fold. Like, yeah. what do we do? <laughs> so now all of the ads oh are like, god. you know, when you could do a dramatic like hang up and kind yeah, of close yeah. it. Yeah, like They've been you, doing that in the commercials, oh, and I'm like, awesome. you're trying to you're trying to get us, and I, I think like it's gonna that. work. Well, there's yeah. something like yeah. you know. Like it was satisfying, yeah. Slamming yeah. a receiver down, yeah. it was yeah. really or dialing the numbers in oh the phone. God. There's yeah. something like, uh, like on like a tactile level, yeah. with that that like that makes it miss, different yeah. because it's like for this kind of stuff, like iPhones, whatever. Yeah, it's all just on a screen, and like you don't really get that like touch to feel like, oh yeah, this is yeah. a real thing. Like I'm doing something. Yeah, it's kind of just like you know whatever. When you but can fold it shut. When you can oh, be man. like, and you know what. <laughs> Tell your boss I said this. Yeah, <laughs> and then you walk out. It's so, there's something about uh, that yes. that's yeah. kind of interesting. So I'm all curious the, if it's yeah. going to like work. I like, don't know. All the cool girls know. at my school had the pink razor. The razor. And I was oh, so jealous. Damn. You didn't have one? No. You're cool. No, oh, no, no. Damn. So maybe now this is my chance. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, now I'm going to go back to high school. Yeah, and yeah, that's how you do it. Look at my razor, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a hilarious commercial, actually. Good. Get Dean in there. Oh yeah, sure. I, I mean, yeah, he's the real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, call us, please. Yeah. We, we should have get a no, little bit of no a cut brand for loyalty. That one, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess dude, like for for Dean, is it just like whatever comes up? You don't really care if it's like a competitor brand that you've. No, done, some or? some brands want you to sign like a non compete for like so, a couple right, of months. Yeah. Like if we do a deal with the car client, they're like, oh, well, just please don't do one with another car client for a couple of months, but it's yeah. never been a problem. Like, okay. We did a deal with Samsung once and I was like hiding my iPhone in my pocket the whole time. I'm like, please don't look at my <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, like we don't really, D- Dean doesn't have brand loyalties yeah. except maybe for his dog food, but <laughs> we don't even advertise for that. Just, yeah. he just loves eating it. And where can the people find Dean or even yourself if you guys want to? We'll have the link it. in the bio. Oh, see, yeah, yeah, you can find Dean at Dean the Bassett on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Insta- mm-hmm. uh, Twitter. And I don't look me up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I got to ask, is Dean going to be in the TikTok scene or oh, what? God. Oh, I've, yeah, God. Yeah, that's a good question. I've seen some dogs going on TikTok. Yeah. It, I, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I'm young and hip enough. I don't even know. What, yeah. It's I'm like people even, singing yeah, 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 to songs. We talk about it a lot, but we're, oh, yeah, I don't know. How what is TikTok? It's like people singing to lyrics. Is that what TikTok That's is? That's musically. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't. TikTok I is like TikTok Vine? TikTok is like Vine. Oh. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Is like TikTok the one where the girl is like crying and dancing to that song? Have you seen that one? I don't know. Oh my god, no. I'll show it to you. It's so funny. I'm not young and hip enough. I guess. Yeah, oh, I guess not. Oh boy, I'm gonna <laughs> It's probably my like comments. 20 years ago. Okay. I know. Right? <laughs> so yeah. No, we keep making jokes about like we'll do a TikTok, but I haven't even downloaded it. I don't know what I've goes seen. On. Yeah, people in my work like go insane over it, and they yeah. show me TikToks. I'm like, yeah, that's like jokes, but like the fuck is this yeah, yeah. you have to be really clever in a really tiny amount of time i guess or, I or have like it, yeah. a like a physical stunt to make it funny i don't know yeah i think i think you could master it with dean i think yeah, you're I already doing good enough content that you can just shorten it and i make guess it's it work kind there. of like instagram stories maybe a little bit yeah i guess i can yeah, just I do so. it both yeah. 
but you can like start and stop and just like Vine. Did you ever have a Vine oh, account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you can start. Oh, I you get You can it. like create a movie a in little, like, oh, 10 seconds. You okay. Know? Maybe I'm into it. There's so many platforms that I yeah. have to keep up Dean's presence on. It's pretty exhausting. Yeah. I guess you don't really want to. You have what, like three, four at the moment? Different yeah, we're social on, platforms? Yeah, he's on Twitter, YouTube. And like the Twitter's got like 3,000 followers. Yeah, nothing okay. major. Nothing, nothing. Like, <laughs> nothing major at all. <laughs> You know, I mean, I have like I, 500 yeah. followers. I like, myself yes. have like 200 followers, and uh, yeah. yeah and but I'm, you don't plug yourself on. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not in it for my personal fame. I don't. We try even mostly most of the time. We Cutting, try to cut our faces I've off if we can. That, yeah. I just. I don't know. We've had some people be like, "Oh, why do you cut Dean's mom's face off? She's not <laughs> ugly." I'm like, "Not ugly. Like what?" Oh. You're is that supposed to be a compliment? Yeah, like, she's not but there's just, I don't know, there's so many creeps in there that I just, I just yeah. would prefer that my face not be on That's it for legit. all to see. But uh, yeah, I took that compliment. I was like, mm, not ugly. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, stranger. Yeah, thank you internet. so much. I don't know who you are. Yeah. Well, that's been episode 20. That's episode 20 right all there. The that's a pretty good episode. I guess. Oh, good. So, I'm, so. I'm glad. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Thanks Carly. for having me. That Thank was you. Fun. Thanks. Peace.